All right, everybody, welcome back to the Champions of Small Business podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Anderson, here on episode number four. I'm pumped for today. I have Mr. Tyler Shaver in the house of my bath guy. So Tyler is a bath remodeler, and you may have seen his signs. If you live in the central Pennsylvania area, I know you've seen this guy's signs. They're literally everywhere I look, and it's awesome, man. Every time every time I'm driving around, I think about you because I see one of your signs everywhere, and they're in, like, the weirdest spots, and, like, I just get a giggle every time I drive out. So super pumped to have you here, man. Thank you so much for coming here and talking with me and looking forward to getting to know a little bit more about you and sharing your story with everybody. Hey, greatly appreciate you having me. So um, tell me tell me the story. Give me the quick rundown, man, of how, how Tyler Shaver came to be, how ba- how math, my bath guy became to be, like how you jumped into this pool of entrepreneurship. Uh, for me, it started to where, like, when I got out of the military and I just wasn't I, – I didn't want to be a diesel technician. Like, that's what I did. And I got in, tech. Yeah. yeah. And, and I did that for, like, six months. It was like – Hell no, this is not for me. <laughs> and then I, I started, I got into sales at that point. Um, and then over the next, you know, six, seven years, I got into marketing and a lot of marketing and sales. And mm-hmm. I was, you know, able to work for a company that I, I watched grow significantly. Um, very good mentors when it comes to marketing and sales and just processes in general. Right. Um, and that's where I got into the bath, bath design consultant. Um, which pretty much is where I learned everything is just understanding the processes. Um, and then, you know, I had, I had worked for you for a little bit after I left there yeah. um, because I didn't like the, the corporate energy that I was getting from it anymore. Sure. Um, and then after working for you, like, you know, I, I ruptured the Achilles yeah. and that was like a, that was a big blow. Yeah. Uh, and I obviously, remember. obviously not walking roofs at that point. Yep. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> when I was down, I just started planning the bath business and I remember it was like, two o'clock in the morning, I was, uh, up thinking about, you know, what I wanted to call the company. And then my pillow guy pops on the, the screen and yeah. I'm like my bath guy. Like, so that's, that's where the, that's where the inspiration came from, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's where like the inspiration of my bath, the actual name, the name, my bath guy came from was my pillow guy. Uh, and at that point I also was, you know, really getting deep into like the quantum physics of reality and energy, uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Joe's work. Uh, Dr. Joe Spenza, and I was really getting deep into that meditation of practice and, and really actually learning how to form your reality instead of allowing reality to form around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ever since then, I've just been hitting the same formula. It's, it's been pretty actually, it's been, the hardest part was the first six months of just taking the leap and putting everything I had into my bath guy and mm-hmm. not wanting to get a different job. So I just, every dollar I had just... Dumped it in there. Dumped right into it. Uh, I was on my parents' couch when I first started, you know? Yeah. And live, working out of my dad's garage. Nice. And I just didn't want to work for anybody ever again yeah. at that point. So it was just like anything I had to do was a massive sacrifice of just all the dollars I had saved. Just nothing going to anything other than my bath guy and uh, growing that. So you just deeply immersed yourself in that. And it was like a come hell or high water you ain't going to sink kind of thing. Like if you, you, you focused all of your energies towards my bath guy for that in that first six months, really like, yeah. And there was, there was a a time where because you were in the beginning, right. You're not getting as many appointments, right. Uh, You're not installing. Mm -hmm. There's only so much marketing you can do. Yeah. I also was learning how to walk again. Yeah. 
I still had, I still was learning how to walk. So what I did was I was, I was very blessed to have all this time that I then, when I didn't have an appointment, I didn't have marketing stuff to do. I just sat, I, I surrendered to where, where I was at. Mm-hmm. And then I just started going walking in the woods. I started hiking the mountain. I started doing, you know, cold exposure, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. in, in pitch black, just, just because like I was trying to really like work on the body when I had this free time. Sure. Um, because every business person I was like researching about or researching on it's it's all mind and body first and the business is just an extension of your mind and body sure so if your business is in chaos it's because interiorly you're in chaos as well right so it was really just taking that time and fully surrendering and giving faith to just the outcome yeah and we got to in the very beginning it was also still in like covid times Mm -hmm. where there was like an 18 week wait period to where when we sold a product, it was 18 weeks till we could install it. Right. So it came down to literally the week of the first installation. And it was like, we either install it or we're out of money. No shit. Like it wow. was, it came that close in the very beginning. Yeah. And, ever, and it was just like, never had anything other than just faith. Hey, this is going to make it through this. We're going to make it through this. And then it always just has been building since it's been incredible man you're you're i've I've talked to you a lot about you know because like you said we used to work with dreamworks and we've kept in touch over the years and watching you kind of rally back especially from that like achilles injury like i know that's devastating i had i broke my ankle and that was a devastating thing for me it really put me into a weird headspace um where if i felt like my body wasn't right my mind wasn't right my therefore my business wasn't right and everything just wasn't kind of clicking i was kind of following this like downward trajectory because I let one negative build upon another negative build upon another. And it's like, uh, it's like a a negative compounding effect almost is what Mm -hmm. was, what was happening. So something that you said there, I think was really interesting about the, the connection of your mind and body to your, your output. You can only, if, if you're, if you're in a place of chaos, what you're going to create is a lot of chaos. And I think that's a really interesting thing to, and a really important thing to to put that message out there because there's a lot of toxicity in entrepreneurship. There's a lot of toxicity in business ownership where it's, you know, hustle and grind and hustle and grind and work harder, work more hours. And while all those things are true, you do need to work hard. You do need to put in the time and go through those motions. At a certain point, if you don't take care of yourself, you're not actually taking care of your business or your customers. So I think that's such an important thing not to lose sight of. And I think you're, you, 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 from, from my perspective, you seem like a guy that really has a good handle on that kind of thing. So can you kind of like, tell me how, how do you keep in that good mindset? How do you, how do you remind yourself or how would you, how would you remind others to take care of yourself first and to come from that place of calm and not that, that, constant chaos i mean you just said it right there take care of yourself first take care of yourself first schedule me time first Mm -hmm. so i have the bath business but i also do the business coaching and Mm -hmm. adventure stuff on the side Mm -hmm. with entrepreneurs and and like the men's group that i that i run as well Mm -hmm. uh it's always everybody says i have no time I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to work out more. I don't have time to focus on my nutrition. I don't have time to do this. And it's, yeah, you don't have time because you don't schedule it. Right. I schedule my me stuff first. That's yep. the number one. 
and it's always first thing in the morning. It's, you know, I, I wake up and I'm, I'm ready to create because I understand, like, I'm an individual creator. You're an individual creator. We're all individual creators of this, of this consciousness, this reality we live in. Mm-hmm. So it's just understanding that, like, if you knock out in the first two hours of your day, everything for you, there's no excuse now. Like, now you're in a, you're in a good mental head. You fed your body. You fed your mind, mm-hmm. your energy. And then from there, everything thing else just kind of falls into place and it becomes more clear and easy. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I work on myself more than my business. Man, that's a, that's a powerful, that's a, I'm going to see if I can like snippet that and take that <laughs> and put it like at the front of the podcast. Cause it's such an important point. And, and, and I, I, I don't want that to be the only thing we talk about today, but it's so profound that's business man it's i think that's true business is is understanding that it's more of me than it is of anything yeah yeah i mean and it's it's like to to they say when you're if you're in a plane and the plane's going down you're right you have to fix you have to fix your own oxygen mask before you can assist others and take that same logic and apply it here you if you're not in a good healthy space your business isn't going to be in a good healthy space and you're not going to be able to I mean, eventually you're, you're, the tank's going to run out on you, you know, if you're not filling your own bucket first and making sure you're taken care of. So that's, that's one thing that you, that you do, man, that I think is really something that I know I draw from a lot. You know, I personally think about all the conversations that you and I have had, they stay stick in the back of my mind a lot. And, you know, I start each day with breathing exercises, right? The, for the Wim Hof. 45 right? minutes. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and uh, it's something that, if I get up and you know I I you know I have a big glass of water, I meditate, mm-hmm. I do breathing exercises, and then I exercise. Try to and even if it's for five minutes for the exercise, but that meditation is such like it's like my coveted time now. You know, it's so 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 important to me. And I think that's one piece of advice if I could give any entrepreneur is to you win your you win your morning, you win your day, because if you start your day off sitting on your phone eating sugar cereal or something you're going to carry that energy mm-hmm. throughout the day with you you're going to it's going to turn into baggage that you carry with you but you're never going to regret starting off on the on a positive on on the positive foot so yeah thanks man you always uh you actually kind of kicked that off in me <laughs> appreciate that man. yeah I'm glad i could inspire you yeah man you do um <laughs> it's a reciprocated thing because you you and uh you and Steve inspired me to be able to uh, take the leap and start a business, seeing how you guys were able to keep the family life involved in a yeah. big business. Cause I saw like big corporate and you know, I learned from, he, he was an amazing guy to learn from mm-hmm. super intelligent. Yeah. Uh, but to see him there on a Saturday, Sunday, every weekend. And it's like, all right, that's cool and all. But for me, it's like, outside of that i have a i have a child i have a seven-year-old that i, I want to spend time with and yeah. like actually bond with and at the same time i also want to do adventurous things as like a man like you you need to get out and be adventurous too to feed that that masculine energy inside of you mm-hmm. um so it just it came very clear early on like i said those first seven months i had so much free time that i you know i, I was able to take that and you know really cement on how i how i wanted it to to look and work um, and it really is just as easy as writing down what I wanted it to look like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as, and then just wait for it. Yeah. And believe it was coming. Yeah. And it, as far as like, I went through a period where, 
you know, I was running the business off the numbers and, you know, one of my, uh, great coaches, uh, Jesse Elder, he, you know, he had mentioned, you know, being stuck in the numbers mm-hmm. and, you know, when you break up numbers, you have numb and then er, and it's like, the more you're in the numbers, the number you become to the numbers and your life literally is controlled by that fluctuation of the bank account, the, the revenues coming in, the revenue going out. And you just really have to step back and just understand, like, it's it's truly just faith and just uh, accepting where you are mm-hmm. and what's coming. And then also see the allusion to all the problems, quote unquote, problems we run into in business. Um, it, there's nothing that I've found typically, like, your subconscious creates all the negativeness. Mm-hmm. Some from somewhere, some action you made created this problem that's sitting in front of you. Right. And it's just like you can react to it and then draw it back in with your energy again, or you can just, okay, cool. Right. Let's move can, it to the side and move past this. Yeah. And then you it can disappears. See it. Yeah. You can, you can acknowledge it, but not let it consume you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a really, again, I think that's another really important thing to, to think about that at the end of the day in business, numbers matter, but numbers. Uh, there's, there's, there's a, there's something in you, like your gut, right? That will, that is, is, ju- is, is as reliable as numbers. That's if you follow that, there's a damn good chance that things are just going to work out for you because you know, if you, if you know where your destination is, you know, the right steps to take there and numbers can fill you with a sense of, of fear, you know, because if something looks bad, and I know, like we, it's something we struggle with at DreamWorks a lot too, right? We see a down. We week. We all do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you see, you see a down week, and then you're like, "Well, I'm doing something wrong." Yeah. It's not necessarily that you're doing something wrong, right? Success is a, is a circuitous path. It yeah. doesn't go in a straight line trajectory upwards. It can go down and sideways and left to right. So, constantly being stuck in your numbers, while numbers are, you know, in business, very important. They can. They can they can flare up those anxieties that you were talking about or flare up those, those feelings of doubt. Like, well, I was in the red two weeks in a row, you know? <laughs> I mean, how many mega businesses that, that are out there have lost money for their first seven years, but mm-hmm. they knew that they, that they were onto something special and they trusted, trusted that process. So that's, that's something that, uh, man, that's a hard pill to swallow. And I feel like it takes a lot of life experience to really, to, to, to understand that it's it's a continuous practice sure right yeah yeah it's like you know there's days where like i might i'll look at the numbers and then i'll just catch the ego trying to grab onto it Mm -hmm. and i'm like no like this is that's funny (laughs) haha let's move past this let's go to you know i i got into the practice of when i did get into those moments and i had free time i took that free time and just went and did whatever i wanted nice i go to yoga i go hiking i go kayaking Nice. It's just, I take back that time and just like, no, like I'm not going to sit here and stress over this. Yeah. I believe there's an abundance of work out there. There's an abundance of everything right in the universe. And it's like, you just got to tap into the right frequency of it. So there's an abundance of bath jobs. There's an abundance of roofing, roofing jobs. It's like, it's just what energy are you portraying out there? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't worry about my competition. Like I just, they're not even competition. Yeah. It's like, we're in the same business. I want you to get jobs. I'm going to get jobs. Some companies make my life easier. Some companies are like they're, they'll be more expensive. So they'll make my life easier or they'll be less expensive and they make my life harder. Right. And it's like, I don't really care about either one of them. Cause like, I'm just here and I'm just trying to give people a quality product 
and I'm trying to also enjoy my life at the same time. Yeah. Not yeah. even trying, I'm doing it. You're, you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. You're actively doing it. Yeah. That's something we, that I, that I realized that's especially with competition, competition's everywhere and competition is dirty and it can get, I let them be dirty and, and, and people it can take get, my yard signs all the time. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, same, <laughs> like, same here. We get people trash talking us because yeah. we like to make videos that show the personality behind our company, Yeah, you know, and to, you know, for us, it's once I stopped realize, once I stopped worrying about what people thought, people's opinions of us started to change. And it, I feel like that's kind of very kind of drawing a similar parallel here to once we stopped thinking about it so much or, you know, what does, what does this competitor think of this or what's this competitor? How many reviews do they have? How many, you know, how many jobs do they have? Do you think they have on the books this week? I don't care. I don't care. All I can care. All I can worry about is what I have here in front of me and focus on delivering the best product that I can deliver and the best service that I can deliver. And it's kind of once I realized that fact is when things started to get better, you know? So there really is something too. like, once you, 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 you take your, your energies away from other people, from projecting them towards other people and just projecting them onto yourself and onto what you're doing. It's, it, it changed everything for us, at least for me and my anxiety that goes with it. You know, I'm a very anxious person as it is, you know, it took me some that breath still, work helps you. I'm sure dude, it's, it's, it's the, <laughs> it's one of the only ways like first thing in the morning, my mind's going a million miles a minute, you know? Um, some of my guys will probably tell you like they've, Got texted from me at like four in the morning, three thirty in the morning. It used to be two thirty, like two thirty eight was like that was my time. Religiously, every single night I'd wake up at two thirty eight a.m. and I'm like, I have so much to do. Shit, what do I? Oh no, I forgot. Like, whew, breath work, man, breath work. It was like a lifesaver for me. <laughs> that uh, I I don't mind that time of the morning. I love that time of the morning. Uh, yeah. That's where I found the greatest transformation of the of myself is getting up and doing uh, meditations just because of the brainwave you're already in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, not waking up that out of your sleep. That's more of a stressful situation. You're already back into the beta brainwaves at that point. Right. So it's like that. But that time in the morning, there was a long time where I was waking up specifically just to go in there and program the mind. Nice. And I, you know, it's, it's really coming, it comes down to like the sacrifice you want to make, you know, do you, what, what specifically do you want to happen? And are you willing to sacrifice other things like sleeping in or, you know, eating unhealthy? And it's like, and you're not ever going to be perfect. You're going to fall off. Of course. And then it's just like catching yourself. All right. Or like now it's time to get back to what we're supposed to be doing. here. Sure. Yeah. And that's, that's the key is like, we're, uh, you know, everybody's afraid to like fall off the, the wagon. Right. And you know, I, it, you just get to a point where like, all right, I've done this. I've fallen off how many times right. and I just keep getting back on. And now it's like, you just don't care as much. Yeah. You don't care about the failure. You know, this being scared of failing is why business fail. Right. So like you can't be scared of failing for yourself because it's like, you're going to end up failing. Yeah. Our biggest insecurities is what usually happens because we put so much thought and energy to them that we then subconsciously yeah. literally bring in the events. Yeah. yeah no <laughs> wonder you're, you're manifesting the negative yeah. by thinking about the negative outcomes so often. And uh, have you ever read the book, the secret? No, I have not. That's a really good book. Um, it really gets into just, uh, 
how thoughts like draw in what you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the number one thing I hear talking to uh, entrepreneurs is I'm busy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah. Busy. Well, what are you doing? You're drawing in being busy. Yeah. And being busy is I, I, like in terms of business coming in isn't a bad thing. But if your life is consistently always busy and you don't have time for yourself, you're not doing anything. Like we're given one thing on this earth and that's this body. Mm-hmm. This body is the only thing we're actually given. So to not take care of this, to take care of something else yeah. is in my opinion, it's it just, it's, it's insanity to me. We don't take care of ourselves before we take care of others. Right. And it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And uh, that's why like, when I do the work with the men's group, it's like, we're doing health and fitness stuff. We're talking about breathing. We're talking about meditating. We're going to yoga. We're doing these things that really work on the body because everything else create is created from within there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, from a, from a healthy mind, all things are possible. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. But it starts with that healthy mind. Yeah. And that's where how they, they, when you're unhealthy, right? You're in different survival states, yeah. right? You're in the survival mode. And then you're easily controlled and manipulated. And it's like, all right, what life do you want to live? Do you want to live the life that somebody wants you to live or the life that you actually want to live? Right. Because there's two different ones you're going to live. Yeah. And if you're not taking care of yourself and you're unhealthy, you're living in a survival state. You're not living the life you actually want to live. Like I can, I, I imagine most people don't want to be out of shape. No, no, nobody would. Yeah. Nobody chooses to, to be out of shape. Nobody really wants that. Yeah. I've been, I've been fat. I was 210 pounds at one point. Yeah. And I went, I lost like six, like 50, 60 pounds mm-hmm. to get back down to like the 150, 160. Mm-hmm. And then I've, I've gained weight too as well sure. since then. So it's like, you got to find like where you're comfortable at and your balance. Uh, and it, and it all comes from a secure mind, uh, understanding the inner works of us, understanding, you know, things from our childhood that might be holding us back or our lack of, you know, confidence. Um, to, there's so many different things that go into it to really hone in on, you know, why, why am I up here? Why am I down here? Yeah. So I think, I think, I think you, you probably have a pretty unique perspective on this, just knowing what I know about you and, you know, to, to get yourself out of the, those, that, those busy, those, the, that, that busy mindset where you're like, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. You, you came from a, a pretty large company that's was well it was a well documented company a well systemized and processed company do you think that's something that's really important for people that are in business to do so that they can allow themselves those those freedoms cuz you know at, at, at a certain at a certain point if you're the if you're the one man if if you're running a restaurant and you're the one man show you're going out out front to take the orders and you're running in the back to cook the food and then mm-hmm. you're running back to run the food and then you're washing the dishes then you're coming back out and serving more customers you know, that comes down to systems and processes that create, that allow the freedom for you. So the discipline, the, the freedom comes from the discipline of creating those processes. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think that, that, that works, you know, I, or I'd like to get your take on kind of how those things help open the door for you. Um, learning what I learned, I learned how a big company operates mm-hmm. uh, and the processes are extremely important. Um, having an expertise in it is extremely important. Knowing the whole process as the the business owner, right? yeah. Knowing the whole process, yeah. Being able to actually do it and accomplish the whole process mm-hmm. was extremely important to me. That's not what I learned from 
other places because mm-hmm. they were already massive. But I've knocked doors. I've done events. I've done uh, online marketing. I've yeah. done the design consultant. I've done the installs. I've done tons of these installs. Mm-hmm. I'm now at the point to where it's like, all right, I have guys who do the installs. And, you know, Tristan, he's one of my guys. He, uh, he's been doing this for like 16, 17 years. Nice. I'm now at the point where I don't have to worry about an install. Yeah. Like when they go out, I just step back and hands off. Yeah. I'm working way less than what I was when I was working for a bigger company. That's so cool. And it really, I took what takes them 10 to 12 people, the process of marketing to the service, basically, side Mm -hmm. of things, like sale, everything, 10 to 12 people, it, it operates with three people. Nice. And, you know, we're able to give a higher quality product because we cut out that, that large overhead. Sure. But the processes are, are extremely important. I would say for me, the most important one is the sales process. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. How, how to really find what they're looking for and bring them to why your product is that, yeah. is that fix. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's, I worked with just studs, st- sales studs when I when I was right th- at that bigger company. Those mm-hmm. guys were, were beasts when it came to going in the house. Um, I'm very, like, relaxed. I'm not really the salesy guy. Sure. Um, very big on, here's my price. Like, my price is this. There's no, like, well, no. this is good for 30 days. No, no, no tacky sales. Yeah, sales let's tackles, talk for another tackles. five minutes, pretend like I'm leaving. Yeah. Oh, wait, I got this this program that I didn't have five minutes ago, but yep. it would work for you now. That stuff is so dead, man. It's, it is, but oh, I, I, I wish it would die soon rather. It is, but you have these <laughs> companies that are doing over a billion dollars a year. Yeah. So it's, it's based on the psychological effect of how can you control what people do? Sure. And it's bring out the emotions of the problem they're having. And then it's come up with the solution make them feel like this is the only solution and then solve the payment problem. Yeah. And then make them feel like they're getting a big discount. Yep. For some reason, humanity loves to feel like they're getting a big discount. Yeah. But they're not. They're just getting psychologically manipulated. They're just getting tricked, <laughs> tricked into thinking it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'm just like, hey, this is, I I put my pan on the table. They usually pick it up. It's like a composite stone pan. So mm-hmm. that compared to a plastic pan, they're yeah. like, oh my gosh. And yeah. I'm like over here just messing around in my box and, they're like, this is amazing. And like four companies came in and they're like two, three thousand dollars higher. Yeah. For a less inferior product. Yeah. So I just literally here's my price and slide it over. Yeah. I don't like any type of hard closes. It's yeah. When you're ready, I'm ready. Yep. <laughs> that's 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 the way that we we like to treat it here as well. We want to be problem solvers first. You know, if, if when I not- first started working here, I was like, Yo, these guys are freaking crazy. <laughs> what do you mean there's no price drop to close a deal? Yeah, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, dude, we, we want to sell the way that we would want to be sold. Yeah. And what I want is I want someone who I want someone to come in who knows their shit, who can educate me on what are the best options for me. Why should I go this way or the other? Like be, you know, we tell our guys, be a steward to your customer, right? Show them the best options and. Because, you know, we're one of the more expensive companies out there and we get underbid all the damn time. But people, people still, you know, we still close a lot of work simply because we're not pushy. We're there for the best interest of the customer. And man, that's, that's the way that we, that we love to sell. 
Because if you're if you're helping people, I don't know. There's a greater sense of satisfaction there. Will it turn us into a billion dollar business? Probably not. You know, are we gonna step on 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 people's emotions to to get there? Hell no. You know, we're we're gonna build this business the right way, the honest way, mm-hmm. the way that is is uh makes us feel good. You know, and um you know I I I think and I hope people realize that you know that's not here to trick you into a price we're, we're, we're literally going to show you what here's the best price we can do mm-hmm. and this is you're going to get the absolute damn best work that we can do you know so um yeah i i i, I, I you know i find your experience with them so so interesting because you know you know the benefits of working with a giant company but you also see the drawbacks i watched it i when i entered that place man i was like what is going on here? Everybody loves their job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm never leaving here. I went from knocking doors for them to running events to doing the design consultant. Mm-hmm. Made the most money I ever made in my life. And I was just blown away by, and then I just saw it like shift. Yeah. Once it started multiplying, you know, four, five, 15, 20 different locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just feel the energy shift, the reason on why we're doing this. You, you know, you watch the investors come in. So like that kind of stuff was just a very like energy turn off for me. Sure. And it was just, uh, I took like four months off before I even came to work for you. I yeah. just took all the money I made and was just like, all right, we're going to relax. And that's when I got in the Wim Hof actually. Yeah. It's right around that time. Okay. And yeah, I just, Kept on searching for, you know, where I needed to, to land. And then when I worked for you, Moses and Steve, um, Moses was, he, that dude was a, a killer. Uh, when I went in, into the house with him, I yeah. was like, yo, this guy is walking around in his freaking Chuck Taylors. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude's a sales guru yeah. with his tattoos out. And I'm like, Moses and then is, I, he's the real deal. Yeah. And then I'm watching you guys and I'm watching you guys run the business and I'm like, oh, okay, well this is completely different side that I haven't seen before. Yeah. Which then, you know, once everything happened, I was like, all right, let's, let's pull the trigger on this. And yeah. you know, it was like, what else would I, was I going to do other than that? I wasn't, I didn't want to work for anybody again. Yeah. Like I was at that point where I was like, all right, we're going to start a business. What business? And yeah, that damn Achilles, man, you know, it's, it, it was a like blessing. I was going to say stronger than ever. It seemed like a blessing and a, yeah. and, and, uh, it was a curse at first, you know, seeing you in pain and crutching around here. But it seems like you really took that adversity and spun the shit out of it and came back, I mean, 10 times stronger. Yeah, it was, it made me sit still for a while, for yeah. a few months to where I literally was just in bed. Um, and I just happened to be deep into the Dr. Joe stuff, which is a lot of like self-healing stuff mm-hmm. and you know, they were, I was told like nine to 12 months before I was running and, you know, I was ended up running it, you know, about four months nice. is when I started running. Awesome. I was like hiking the mountain. And so I just took the time that I had and just implemented all the, the knowledge that I've been you know, taking in over the last couple of years in the, the mindfulness field and the holistic style right. approach of, of living and, you know, it really was a, a blessing to get all that free time because I had the, the four months before I started working for you mm-hmm. and I worked for you for about four or five. And then after that, I had about nine months until I actually installed the first job. Mm-hmm. 
So I had a ton of time yeah. that I was able to really just take to myself and like really get, uh, get organized and build the company from where I'd want it to look back into where we would start. And the craziest part about uh, that is when I was up in the morning just doing meditations and like really visualizing things. Mm. Uh, I had visualized what I, an ending property would look like. And it was, you know, one of my buddies from high school. Uh, I remember going over to his house. Uh, do you remember Matt McCorpo? Yes. So his dad was a uh, in construction for 47 years. Yeah. Uh, and I remember going to his house when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, that would be like when I was visualizing, I was visualizing that house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nine months later, that property he's leasing. Oh, nice. Right. Uh, and went and met with him, ended up, you know, leasing out his garages mm -hmm. and an office. And while I was there, I'm like sitting there thinking like, Oh man, this would be great to like turn this into like just where I live. Cause yeah. I, at the, I was still at my parent. I was on my parents' couch at that yeah. point. Um, and so three, four months went by able to talk to to joe and you know then he allowed me to live there nice um before that i was when i didn't have my daughter at my parents i because she was with my my ex-wife half the time i'd be sleeping under the the desk i'd be in there just sleeping wow that's where i would sleep i'd yeah. shower at hot yoga um and there was no shower because there's no shower upstairs mm -hmm. now that's like where i live so i literally created a whole bathroom upstairs nice um, but I went a, about a year and a half with no bathroom, like no shower. There mm -hmm. was a bathroom there, but there was no shower. And I showered at my parents or I showered at hot yoga or I showered in the, the cold spring. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it was crazy that, you know, those nine months before that, that's when I like thought of that property. And then nine months later, he's retiring his company and he's now leasing out the same space he was yeah. using. And, you know, he's been a, f a phenomenal person to, to work with and, and create a relationship with. That's so, awesome. um, very smart guy when it comes to, uh, business, uh, family as well, mm -hmm. very family oriented. Um, so that, w that was a very interesting turn of events to, to watch that really like that one thought turn into a reality right, watch it <laughs> unfold into that reality over the yeah. course of. And uh, when that was over, what, nine months or so that that nine months difference when I had that thought of, oh, that's that's the type of property I'd like. Mm -hmm. And then it was like nine months later, uh, after a couple months of installing, working on my dad's garage, then he was like, hey, he like put it up online and I like went out and ended up leasing it been 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 there ever since been there ever since. Yeah, no reason to leave. Man, that's so <laughs> it's so cool. And it's it, yeah, it just goes to show that, you know, if you have a good if you have a good why or a good vision like uh what's that what's that quote a man with any a man with a good why can endure any how mm -hmm. and i think that kind of speaks here like if you if you have that crystal clear vision or you have that crystal clear why on why you want to do this or what you it is you want to build or what you want to accomplish that starting with that end in mind makes that process so much easier and actually puts you in the right sets you in the right direction to to attain those things you know, so I think I think that's a really good thing to share with people that that crystal clear vision of yours helped you. I I think it sounds like it helped you manifest this these great things than this dream this dream place that you have, right? You're right by the cold springs. You get to go cold dip anytime you want, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I got the mountain. I got the creek. I, I, where it's actually at is out on a farm. Nice. So it's like 50 acres. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not a traffic city person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get me out in the, country, in the country somewhere. Yeah, get me in nature. Yeah. Um. Because there's just something that's, like, healing about nature that just brings the natural state out of you. So, like, when you're in that anxiety moment or that crazed moment or whatever stress is going on, like, just going into nature will bring you back to your natural state. Um, so, like, just to be able to, like, live in that is is very empowering. Yeah. Uh, and the the number one thing is really just understanding, like, you are the sculpture of your life, mm-hmm. right? We were all, we're all scarp- sculpting our own journey here. And it's like, well, how far can you look out and believe? Right. And I've invested a ton into coaches, like thousands upon thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. I always have a coach because there's accountability that comes with that. Yeah. And their knowledge is, is very empowering. And it's all about the transfer of energy around as well. And what I learned, um, in, in the strong coach uh, freedom program is, you know, how to think out a decade, nice. right? People think it's tough. Just like a day or two is like hard for people Yeah, a week. Yeah. You know, I plan out 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's backtracking. All right, well, what in five years do I need to accomplish? What in two years? What in one year? What in six months? What in 90 days? What in the next two weeks? That's the way we do it too. Yeah, and like that's how you have to do it. It's like you literally have to plan in decades and execute in seconds. Yeah. Like that's very powerful thing there. Yes. Plan in decades, execute in seconds. Yeah. And then it's also understanding you have to do the personal side and the business side. The personal side is just as important as the business side. Yeah. And it's just picking and choosing what's the most important to accomplish, to get to here, to get to here, to get to here. Yeah. Like I'm going to have a mountaintop compound, like (laughs) where I have like people that come and do like 90 day retreats Nice. where it's just like, cause I see the younger generation they're they don't, they're not, they don't want to go to college as much. Um, they're not really being taught what they need to in school. Mm -hmm. Uh, like, the mind body stuff, financial stuff. So it's, they're, they're going to, they're becoming more and more lost on who they are. Sure. So basically create some type of a an education system or like an academy where you're coming out to the woods, you're staying in like a hut. Nice. You're, you're, ta- you're detaching from technology. You're detaching from re- like your normal society. And then we're just going to do nature stuff. We're going to do breath work. We're going to do cold dips. We're going to do all this mind body stuff. Nice. At the same time, we're going to be trying to figure out like, what do you actually want? That's that's the end goal for me. Nice, and that's and that's and that's geared towards like young adults. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I support that a lot, man. I it's really it's going to be very, very important uh, going forward uh, that we have newer education systems. Mm-hmm. As like I know, I, I imagine you're the same with me. Like we didn't do the greatest in high school. No, exactly. <laughs> High school teaches you that failing is bad and yeah. you can be a straight A student and somebody that failed is going to get farther than you in life Yeah, because they failed and they were, they learned how to get over it. Failure is the most important thing you need to go through Sure, and it's overcoming those failure is what really shows you who you are as a person. Yeah. Yeah. If you never fail, you're not moving your target far enough away. Yeah. I had a, I had a guy I went to high school with the other day actually tell me, um, I ran into him. We were chit chatting a little bit and 
he's like, he's like, man, I, he's like, I, I, I follow all the stuff that you're doing. And he's like, I'm really surprised. I'm like, what do you mean you're surprised? He's like, well, if you would have listed all the people in high school that I thought would have done something good with their life, you are the, you are damn near the bottom of that list. Mm-hmm. And or people that were success, he called me successful. And I'm, I, I don't claim the word successful. I, I, I think I'm successful in a lot of, in a lot of ways, but I have a lot, have a lot to work on to, to be, to what, you know, I would call a successful, get a better handle on my health and my body and my mind and my, you know, my family life and my business life. But yeah, that's what he said to me. He's like, I, he's like, I would have put you damn near at the bottom of the list. And you know, that's school doesn't define you, man. School is school is such a temporary part of your life that doesn't, it, it doesn't translate to what we're, what we're doing today. Right. As business owners, as, as, as people that are trying to move and shake and do their own things and, and make this world a better place. I, I don't know where, I don't know where, what I went through in school fits into any of that. Everything has come from my adult life failing. I've failed more times than I have succeeded by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Fail every single day, you know, and it's just a matter of like, like I just said, if you're not failing, you're not, your target's not far enough away. You're not making any progress. So brace the failures. Brace the failures, anyone who's Absolutely. listening. <laughs> yeah. You got to push yourself to the point of failure. That's yeah, that's for sure. And it's having the grace of giving yourself the room to fail mm-hmm. and not getting down on yourself. Uh, like, oh, I didn't have, I didn't get these things done on my list that need to get done. Like yeah. that failure alone can, can hurt somebody's ego as a business owner. Sure. And then it starts to snowball into like, they just, don't get more things done. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, well, who cares about these three things unless I'll get them done. They weren't meant to be done. Yeah. Right. Like I, that's the whole, everything happens because it's supposed to happen. It also is everything doesn't happen because it's not supposed to happen as well. Right. So it's living in between those and just, you know, flowing along with it and having fun. Like you have to be playful and fun and not take it as serious. Uh, and that a lot of the things with entrepreneurs, it comes down to just like the financial stresses yeah. and just getting really comfortable with your bank account, even when it's low. Yeah. When it's, you got to be able to sit there and just like look at it and just be like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I got That's food. My, my, my kids are fed. The people that, uh, that work for me are fed. Their family's fed. Yeah. You, the money's going to flow back in at any moment. Yeah. And that's, that's coming from you. You, you said you were, to the point where you you were like, I need to install this job. I had a hundred dollars left. Where it's all yeah. it's all over. I had bought the trailer and all the tools. Yeah. And it was literally the week of the install. And it was like took that and if that install crashed and failed, yeah. we would never even got off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like took everything I had and I just it was pure faith and I I, I got very close to God during those time periods, nice. uh, any, any chance of anything, anything stressful in life, uh, I've learned to really just get close to God and, you know, just have the faith that I'm not, I'm not meant to fail. Sure. The only reason I fail is because I lose faith. Yeah. Yeah. And faith is a skill. Faith is something you have to work on to learn, to trust it, to build up that muscle to know that you can like that you can trust yourself and trust your direction and know that it's you know that you're not on the on the wrong path you know so yeah faith is a faith is a is is a is a tough one i know it's one i still struggle with in my own right i have to pump myself up 
a lot, you know, and that's what I use that morning time for, you know, to remind myself of the gratitude state yeah, is, exactly. is the easiest way through. Yeah. Uh, I got down to such a minuscule way to look at reality and like teach myself faith and teach myself gratitude to where I was pulling up to red lights and I was thanking the universe for the red light mm. realigning me with whatever it's realigning with me down the road, mm -hmm. you know, and I just started looking at, you know, reality in such a small minuscule way of how this affected this and this brought me to this and just really got to the point of just understanding, like, it might seem like it's bad, but it's really good. Sure. And that's like a hard skill to really practice. And it's a repetition thing and sure. it's a belief thing. And, you know, you have to put yourself into uncomfortable situations and, uh, I think the number one thing a business owner should do is is have a coach. Yeah, I think that's the number one thing. That's a that's a that's a point. You said that earlier, and I I, I put a note in there to come back to that. You're the we've had four episodes of this podcast so far. You're number four. Mm -hmm. the The topic of a coach has come up in every single one of them. Mm -hmm. Literally every single one from Chad the Chad number one. He has business. He has a business coach, personal uh, like a life coach. He has a fitness trainer. Um, Sarah and I talked about it. I had uh, Josh Smith from Your Speaking Voice on last week. Um, everybody goes around to coach, and I think at least, and, and I know for me, there I, there used to be such a negative connotation to a coach. It was like that you needed you need help that you needed help, right? Exactly, and <laughs> and uh, we all need help. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the biggest thing is just because you're a business leader or a business owner or someone in a management position doesn't mean you have all the answers, right? Those the, millionaires and billionaires, they have coaches. They all have coaches. You know? And it's, quarterback it's the, the abundance mindset. Yeah. It's I have the money. Yeah. And I'm going to invest this money. It's not I'm going to spend this money. It's right. I'm going to invest this into me. Yeah. And I know it's coming back because I live in the abundance mindset. Right. And it's, it's really key to choose a coach that is going to hit on the inner workings. Mm -hmm. It's really important for that. If you're, if all you want is to lose weight, then find a weight loss coach. Yeah. But you're also going to have to, part of that weight is from what's going on inside of you too. Sure. What's going on inside of your ego, your insecurities. Some of that is there too. It's your environment that's around you. Like it's in and out of the business. So there's so much that goes into it. So like for me personally, I work on like a, a, a four quadrant system where, mm -hmm. where it's interpersonal. It's the exterior personal. It's the environment. It's like the, the community environment. Mm -hmm. And then it's, you know, it gets into like what you describe uh, for your computer, like what you want for your community. It's just like really picking and choosing. Sure. And saying no to everything that is not it. Yeah. Like the, the Dr. Joe way of the intentions, set an intention, and it's literally, I have to say no to everything that's not it. Like if I want a healthy body and a healthy mind, well, what does that look like? And I have to say no to everything that's not it. Right. And that's the hard part. Yeah. It's saying no to what's not it. Yeah. If you want a certain thing in business, right? If you want a certain type of an installer, it's saying no to every type of installer that is not the type of installer that you want. Mm -hmm. And that's the hard part. Yeah. Because things can show up and they'll, the universe will test you like, sure. how bad do you want this? Yeah. And it's like, well, you know this isn't it. Yeah. Like you already told yourself it's not it. It's like the bite of the forbidden apple, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, you're like, yes, to this thing that you know isn't it. And then you come back and you have to go through it again. Sure. Uh, 
I had yeah this this analogy that I thought about uh, on my one experience that I had uh, breath work. It was like a medicinal breath work experience, mm-hmm. and I had this uh, this analogy pop up about uh, Sonic. Right, like life is just like Sonic. Like you just you slow down, you pick up speed, mm-hmm. then you take off, and then you hit something, and your rings go everywhere, and you're just yeah. grabbing things. You're yeah. living in survival, <laughs> right? And then you you just learned what you hit. Yeah. Well, now it's time to jump over that. And if you didn't learn, well, you're going to hit it again. And you're going to be back in the same place. Yeah. And then it's like re- reoccurring. That's literally all life is. Right. It's like you continuously run into the same battles until you conquer those battles. And then you move on. And then next time it comes, you don't even realize it because you're already, you already know what to do. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't even phase you. Man. It's a good one. Sonic. Yeah, Sonic was a. Yeah. I'm like, that was a really good experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm like playing through that first level in my head. You go around the loop and then you, yeah. you bam, pick up all your rings before yep. they disappear. And that's literally <laughs> what business is. Yeah, it's what life is. It's what business is. Sure. Um, and you know, another uh, another really big factor on business is who do you want to show up for your kids? Yeah. Right, like, what yeah. kind of man does my daughter need? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my driving force, man. That's my driving force, you know. Kids, yeah, they they can teach you so much. Uh, I, I've taught myself a lot, and I've learned a lot from a lot of great people. Mm-hmm. Uh, my child tells me exactly what I need. Yeah, because my child's doing it. What my child's doing that I don't like, I do. Yeah. So it's like very easy to like. All right. Well, can't really yell at her because I do this. Right. Yeah, she's and it's just, like I got to correct it first. Yeah. And then I she's come just back. Modeling. Yeah. yeah. They she's just, just they model everything you do. Yeah. And it's like you watch. You know, you, I I do a lot of I've watched a lot of animal documentaries, and um, lions like they just show the lion cubs what to do, and then they go do it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all we're here to do is just show them, not to tell them, but show them, sure. and then you let them find their way. Yeah. And that's what school doesn't really do is let people find their way. They're like, one size fits all. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody learn this one subject, sure. these, these subjects, even though somebody might be excellent at this and not excellent at that. It's like, well, we're going to make them do all of this. Mm-hmm. even though they're not, we know they're not what they want. Yeah. Right. It's all about interest level. And, um, like I just found a, a school last year called Three Folds. Mm-hmm. It's like a newer school. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal school. You yeah. should definitely look into it. Yeah, my wife and I have talked about it. Um, it's a very hands-off. Yeah, yeah, it's very. Yeah. Safe. Did you meet with them? No, we didn't. It's all self-directed though. Um, we're peer-to-peer we're, learning. Yeah, peer-to-peer learning. The kids. It's there's not a lot of schedule. Yeah, I think it's a really um, smart way to 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 raise your to bring your children through the school age years and it's an accredited place. So yeah, that's something that my wife and I have talked about um, looking into for our, for our daughters, um, you know, cause right now they're, they're thriving, you know, they're doing really well in, in the, in the school setting that they're in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I try my damnedest that, you know, my, my nine to five is, is DreamWorks and it's this podcast, but my five to nine is trying to be the best role model I can be for my kids. But I know that that time is going to, is going to start slowly shrinking here soon you know, the order that they get. So yeah, that's my, that's my driving force with everything I do, man, is to model the best behavior. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. even down to something like this, you know, this podcast, I want my kids to know that 
you know, when you, when you do things that are selfless and that you're, you're out there trying to better your community or you're trying to raise awareness for the great small businesses that are in our area or the great people that run those small businesses, you're, you're, you're transferring your positive energy to them into this, into this idea that will only grow the more you do it and the more you pour yourself into it. Um, that's the whole purpose. It's one of the purposes behind this. Obviously I want to help people, you know, I don't want to get the name out, but it's, it's just about helping and about modeling basically mm-hmm. to my children and, you know, to anyone else's children that I was an absolute screw up in high school. <laughs> I mean, self-admitted screw up, you know, I didn't even graduate, mm-hmm. I didn't even graduate high school. I went back out my GED a couple of years, like years later, you know, I, I almost didn't graduate. Yeah. I was, I, there's no way I got the 96 of my uh, history <laughs> final. She definitely <laughs> just passed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> And I thank I, you. I don't remember her name, but thank you, teach. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I had teachers that tried to help me, you know, yeah. and I just couldn't get my head out of my own ass. Um, I think you know. it, my this is my theory, right? Uh, schooling is a programming, mm-hmm. right? And the kids that can't sit still, the ones that don't want to intake the information, uh, your body knows before you know. Mm-hmm. You're you're antsy in the seat because your body doesn't like the programming that it's taking. It's mm-hmm. not its natural state. Um, so the, the kids that really struggle in the school and can't sit still and and don't do good within taking information that they really don't care about, like it's literally just their body saying like, no, this, this just isn't for me. Do you feel like a disproportionate amount of us that struggled in school also went on to start businesses? Yeah. I I had a buddy who just, I feel like there's a a correlation there. Remember, do you know Jordan Krause? Uh, Farmer guy. Sounds familiar. He was in, he was in my grade, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just talked to him. I was just talking to him last week, and uh, yeah, he said the same thing. He's yeah. like, you know, they told us we weren't going to do anything, yeah. and we just took all the shop classes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's all the dysfunctional ones, man, that, you know, I, and I think that we're just a lot of, you know, free thinkers or wanted to be mold breakers or, you know, we knew that what we're, what we were experiencing wasn't working for us. There's a There was a line drawn of, like, you had to go to college – or you were not intelligent. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I also feel like college was also just an extension of programming that people went through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sure. It's yeah, it's 13th grade, 14th grade kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've obtained so much knowledge that isn't taught in school. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Energy is the number one thing that should be taught mm-hmm. in understanding it. Because when you really break us down, we're pure nothing. And when you understand everything is nothing, right? And you create it with your mind, like anything be, can become something. Yeah. And you know, I've 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 coached people with master's degrees in psychology, and like they have those problems, right? And it's like, well, you're literally went you went to school for this, and like you're having issues with solving these problems. Yeah. But somebody who barely got out of school and just went into the books, just found random books. Like I didn't read my first book until I was like 27, Same. like 27 years old. Same. <laughs> and like ever since then, there's just specific books yeah. that I've read that are like just life changing yeah. and just the, the, the becoming supernatural book and power now are like the two uh, foundational books that I use. Nice. Uh, they are very, uh, very dense on yeah. information. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the practice behind them. Uh, once you obtain the belief and the understanding in them, 
you're just like, this is easy. Yeah. Life is really not that hard. Right. It's only hard because we haven't been educated the right way. Yeah. We make it hard on ourselves. We make it hard on ourselves. Well, Tyler, we went deep here today. We went deep, man. This was a good podcast. Yeah, it was good, dude. <laughs> I looked down, it's 56 minutes already. I was like, Ooh, this is the longest, <laughs> longest one yet. We got lost in it. Um, I could talk for hours about I know, right? business consciousness, anything yeah. like that. So, well, Tyler, man, I think I think you're you're um, you're a great businessman. I think you're a great human altogether. Appreciate um, that, you too. You you know you do a lot of things. I have a lot of discussions with you that really inspire me, man. And I think you're you know you're 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 a master of the now. And I think we can all learn a lot because there's so much anxiety that goes into business and. You know, one of the big things I'm taking away from here today is, yeah, this shit matters, but it doesn't matter as well. You know, every time that I've been so deep in a hole and I've looked at, you know, oh my God, this is the end of the world. I make it through. I make it through. All right. There's always a beacon. So I think my, my big takeaway message here is, you know, find that beacon of hope and find that why. Find that, 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 that end point and always keep it in your always keep it in your vision, you know, cause if, as long as you're focusing on that, you can, you can withstand these, these little hiccups. You can withstand the needing that paycheck to keep the business running to the next day or, mm-hmm. or knowing that you're going to get over ruptured, uh, uh, Achilles tendon or a broken ankle or, and you know, all these plethora of things, you know, it's, you're going to get, you're going to get tested in this thing called business, but start off with your life, start off with making, making right with your mind in understanding yourself and then the, the, the effects will be profound in your business. So that's one of the, that's, that's what I've taken from you here today, man. So, um, tell us again who you are, how can you know, how can people find you? What's your, what's your, what's your small business that we can all get out there and support? Uh, my bath guy, that's my bathroom modeling company. And then if you are an entrepreneur, I also do, uh, coaching. My company is actually called the beacon kind of, just talked about the beacon there. The beacon. Yeah. Uh, the beacon business builder, nice. the, the real BBB. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we do adventure trips. I'm actually planning a, a three day kayak experience coming up here. Nice. It'll be two days down the breaches, a day down the Susquehanna. That will be a, a really fun experience uh, awesome. if you're interested in that. Cool. Um, but yeah, you can reach me through the, my bath guy number. Look for my bath guy. Now that I've told you about it, you're going to start seeing his signs everywhere. <laughs> there's a there's best a, marketer out there. Yeah, there's, there's, there's something. There's that thing. If you know, you buy a red car, all of a sudden you start yep. seeing all the red cars. Now that I've told you about the my bath guy, you're gonna see his signs in the most ridiculous places. I love it. So, um, all right. So that'll that'll do it for us here today, Tyler. Thanks again, brother. It's great having you on. Appreciate it, man. No problem. <laughs>